Hello and welcome back to the Men You're Not Alone podcast. This is episode 78 and I'm going to revert back to a previous, actually my first series, the What Do Men Think series. And and this is uh, the teens version. And I had a couple of uh, young men in their teens. I have another young gentleman who's sitting across the table from me tonight and he is going to use the name Mowgli. So Mowgli, welcome to the Men You're Not Alone podcast. And how old are you, Mowgli? 16. 16? And do you, is there any type of thing you're involved with with the community? Maybe where you help volunteer or something? There doesn't have to be, but. Um, I help at church and I help at my local um, uh, food bank. Okay. All right. Well, Mowgli, as you think about issues that other young men your age or around your age face as they grow up today, what would you say are some of of the bigger ones that you can think of? If you can think of more than one, then that's fine. But what are some of the issues that young men face as they grow up today? Definitely the idea that you need to be perfect and that if you're not perfect, then you're not really worth anything, which is totally false. But especially on social media, there's everyone posts pictures about how their lives are perfect and people see that and they think that their lives have to be perfect or they're not going to amount to anything. So by perfect, do you mean like physically perfect or? Everything. Um, like the perfect physique. Uh, if your mental status isn't perfect, then you're, you're not perfect. And everyone struggles with something. But a lot of people think that the people on social media, the influencers, they don't struggle with anything. And it creates a real big sense of envy. For social media influencers, and how does that play out as you as you look at young people? How does that play out in their lives if they're looking at this and being influenced by it? Well, it can really it takes a negative toll. Um, a lot of people they go through life or middle schoolers, there's people like middle schoolers, high schoolers. They think that if they aren't to that status, then they can't uh, succeed in life. And they try their very best to get to that status, and it's almost impossible most of the time. And it really hurts them when they don't get to that status and realize that they're never going to. So they try to get to the status of the people that they see on social media? You mean like the perception of how perfect their life is? Yeah. That sort of thing? They try to get there, but... There's no way. I mean, a lot of it is just fake anyways, but they don't realize it's fake because it looks so real. It's very deceiving. And does that, like, like I'm just curious in, in school dynamics, because you're in high school, correct? Yeah. So in high school dynamics, does that make, like, do you tend, like, do, do other high schoolers tend to be critical of each other? Or do you think they're more critical of each other? Because they're trying to be everybody, if people are obsessed with being perfect. Yeah, the people that think they're perfect, really, they think that everyone else around them that isn't perfect is not worth their time or not not even acknowledgeable, hardly. And the people that aren't perfect, I mean, everyone's not perfect, but the people that especially think that they're not perfect, but they look up to the people that are and it 
creates like a divide in school almost. What about anything else? So this, so the influence of, I mean, do you see any other way that social media is influence? I mean, that's a pretty big one. That's actually a very gigantic one. Like, how do you see it manifest? And like, what, how do, like, if you imagine kids in your school, other kids in your school, how does that impact? Like, what does it look like? Boots on the ground. Like, how do you see it negatively impacting them? What are some of the symptoms or the signs of things that you see them trying to do or how they're doing it? Well, they put all their, they might put all their money towards products like testosterone boosters, maybe. Uh, In high school? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's just an example. A lot of people do. There's a lot of people that vape because vaping is cool these days. In high school, especially. Like, almost half the high school vapes. Weed is a big one, too, because, um, I don't know, it's just cool. So, all these people, they put a lot of money towards stuff that doesn't help them at all. Or it might for a short time, but later down the road, it just really, it destroys them pretty much. Because it it ends up ruining their life. So, that's social media. Is there anything else that you see young men your age issues that they're facing definitely the idea that like you need to get laid before you get out of high school really or college i mean high school too but mainly college and if you don't then you're doing something wrong that's that's a big one is it yeah like how much of the school do you think is swayed by that that probably no you're you're fine Probably most of the school, I mean, most of the people in, like, around you, or around um, younger people at least, uh, uh, they don't have the best influences from parents or, like, from friends. And when the cool people, when they do something that, I don't know, might not be very ethical or something like that, and then the people that think that, they need to do that. They also do that. And it just kind of does a downward spiral to the point where everyone, or a lot of people, have that mindset. And for those of us who are older fathers, that's useful information. As you look back over the past couple of years, I wrote this. This came out right on the heels as, as the whole COVID thing was sort of wrapping up. Or was I guess it was still going a little bit. So as you look back over the past couple of years, have you noticed any changes, positive or negative, in the culture around you at school, social life, at work, if you have a job, those sort of things? Definitely, yeah. Um, the standard for trying has it's gone really low. Like People that try at school have a negative view of them. Even if you pay attention in class, you kind of feel like you're, uh, like you're an outcast. I mean, half the class is on their phones pretty much every day at school. During the class? Yeah. And the teachers try to stop it, but we have the Chromebooks now, so a lot of people just pull their phones out behind their Chromebooks and don't even pay attention. I mean, a lot of people have, like, terrible grades. And there's definitely people that do pay attention, but the stigma around the people that do pay attention is kind of... I don't know, back in the day, like, the nerds were the people that would really their entire life revolved around school but now you're kind of viewed as a nerd if you even pay attention very much in school anymore do you think that 
the people who want to pay attention, do you think they're swayed much by the people who think they should come down to their level, or do you think they're going to just push ahead anyway? Um, I mean, there's definitely people that do. There's this really cool teacher at my school that really pushes kids to do, to try. And it's really cool because even the kids that don't try and they just sit there and wonder, he makes them, he makes them like work and do it. I mean, if he didn't, then they would fail all their classes or the, at least the subject that he teaches them. How do they react to him? Pushing him like pushing them like that. I mean, everyone at the school likes him. Some people are kind of they don't they don't get with the idea of being like pushed at first. Sometimes I think, but uh, I mean, it's hard to dislike him. Many of the people realize that he's just wanting he wants what's best for them. He sounds like a real teacher. Yeah. All right, so I'm giving you a voice to speak directly to fathers with boys here, or boys with fathers. Um, is there anything that, that you can think of that would help fathers and sons uh, maybe, I wrote down to engage or relate to each other, but maybe it's better put relate to each other. Um, is there anything that, that you advise maybe boys struggling with the relationship with their father or fathers struggling with a relationship with their sons? Yeah, for fathers, I would... I would advise you to listen. I just got back. I helped at the middle school camp at my church. Everyone there looks up to you. Like uh, an older person, like compared to them, you're pretty old. So when you listen, and a father, like father to son. When so you're son, saying when you went like to a middle school kid, you seem older? Yeah. And I'm just a high schooler. But, I mean, for a dad that's like 40 years old, I mean, compared to a middle schooler or a high schooler, if you listen, it it really makes a difference. I mean, and it's cool to just like hang out with them and just play games and stuff. But if you listen to them, they really, they like take that into consideration and they see that. And I heard all kinds of stories. Um, I mean, like bird watching. I heard kids talk about like all the different things that they do. There was this one kid that even told me he started a, like his fight ring at his school. So yeah, listening, really, it just makes a huge difference. And for sons, I would say talk to them. Like, they ask how you're doing. I mean, if you're doing good, then tell them that. But if you're not, then you need to tell them. And if they ask what's going on, if you say not much, and sometimes not much is going on, but a lot of the times that's just a lie. And, I mean, they're there for you, so you should definitely tell them. So has there been a time in your life when you allowed yourself to become isolated that you can remember? Yeah. About two years ago, I uh, I kind of fell into a hole, kind of. Like, I don't know. It was weird. I wasn't really engaged in much in life. I was there, but I wasn't, like, I wasn't really happy, kind of. I just kind of lived. And then when Corona started, I uh, I really got into video games, and that's pretty much all I did. Like eight hours, eight or ten hours a day. I mean, sometimes the entire day, I was playing video games. And um, I don't know, but I just it was weird. So did it kind of make you isolated? Yeah, I I just didn't find anything fun. I was always looking at my phone, 
if I wasn't playing games, I was looking at my phone or watching YouTube or something. I wasn't, I wouldn't eat very good. I mean, I ate like a pack of gummies every day and they were good, but like, I, I just lost myself. And a lot of people did during that. That was quite a disruption in people's lives. Did you think of something else? Um, yeah. When I, uh, getting out of it, I don't know. Something just flipped. Maybe I don't, honestly, I don't know what it was, but I ended up putting, um, like whenever I was in an uncomfortable situation or something, I would glance at my phone or pretend like I was doing something on my phone when really I wasn't. I just didn't want to approach the situation. I ended up just turning my phone off or didn't take it with me. And I forced myself to deal with every situation. Like, um, I don't know, when you're walking by people that you might not like, I would just like glance at my phone, pretend like I was doing something so I wouldn't have to make eye contact with them. But I, I just put my phone down or kept it in my pocket and forced myself to um, like deal with it. And it opened my eyes to like see life pretty much. I always had my AirPods in. I was always listening to music or something like that. And I was not engaged anywhere in the world around me. When I stopped that, I realized like, I realized how important life was. And I, I couldn't waste that staring at a screen or, uh, I mean, music is great, but not, not 24 seven. All right. So this is kind of a lighter hearted question. So I zip out into the future and I bring back, uh, Mowgli age 36 and I bring you back here, your older self, 20 years from now, and I sit sit you down at the table. There's probably some things that your older self is going to want to advise your younger self of. Like, this is just kind of a random thing. But, like, what do you think you might tell yourself now, 20 years in the future? Probably that it's... I heard someone say this, that it's okay to not be okay. And kind of going back to the first question about how um, problems that young people face... For men especially, like the there's this stigma around men that like everything is perfect and if if it isn't you can't show it. Like you don't cry or like you don't really show emotions. And that like if you're a guy and you do, it's like weird. Maybe that's just what social media has done. More the fake perfect? Yeah, like the fake perfect. But my older self would probably tell me that it's you don't have to be okay all the time like there's going to be struggles in your life and even if it's not right now that you have to see or you have to realize that you can talk to someone that you don't have to uh, hide it away I guess or not show any emotion or that you don't have to be like tough and brute all the time like I mean guys are humans too I think that would probably that's a safe bet that you might advise yourself of that is there anything else you can think of that your older self might advise you? Maybe that failure doesn't mean you should stop. I mean, especially, I see it all around me with my friends and people at school that, like, if you fail, then, oh, well, uh, throw it away or uh, trash it or something. But, I mean, it doesn't work like that. I mean, a lot of successful people have tried and failed I mean, I know that's something that everyone hears, but really, like, failing doesn't mean that 
you're a failure or that thing is a failure. It just, it might mean that you did something wrong. That's a good insight. And it's true. Maybe you tried something that's a little bit beyond your reach. But the next time you try it, it may not be. Well, Mowgli, thank you for being on here. I appreciate it. I'll bring you back with some other uh, topics as I perhaps you can recruit me some more young men so that there's a little bit more of a smorgasbord of younger men for younger men to listen to instead of uh, just a bunch of older older men. And, and we can help some younger men along the way. So thank you for being here. And I appreciate it. And this will wrap up episode 78 of the Men You're Not Alone podcast. And wherever life finds you, I hope that you have a good rest of the day and I'll catch you on the next one.